Today I'm here with uh, Rosie Hudson. Um, she is Vice President of Operations here. She kind of manages everything around little by little. Um, she, she told me previously that she didn't have a lot of, uh, that she didn't know too much about what she was going to do after high school or after university. So it'd be awesome if you could explain a bit more about how that came to be and you're here now, which obviously is a good turnout. Yeah. Uh, when I was in high school, I really didn't know what I wanted to be. I knew I wanted to go to university. I grew up in a small town. I knew I really wanted to leave the small town as soon as possible. So I, but I also knew I didn't want to go into the sciences. And that was really the focus of all the classes. It's like all the kids who were really going to go on to university seemed to be really focused on science. And I didn't want to do that. I was into like history and I liked art and I liked um, just more creative things and um, so I didn't really understand what I wanted to do when I finished and so actually my mom suggested that I take communications mm -hmm. and I ended up going to SFU and taking communications which is kind of like marketing but more focused on sort of writing and messaging side and less on like stats and analytics okay. and budgets and stuff be how I describe it and because mm -hmm. it's kind of you don't really know what that is when you're in high school it's not a path that is suggested for you necessarily maybe a bit more now because of media and all that kind of stuff um, but I just sort of started taking it and I liked it and um, I really enjoyed the work experiences that I did I did co-op while I was in university and so I got to work in a couple marketing teams and I thought okay I like this this is cool um, there's ways to be creative in marketing for sure. And so kind of checked all the boxes for me. And then when I graduated, um, I had a couple of different jobs in marketing and then I actually ended up um, getting laid off at one of my jobs, the company shut down. And so I'd been there about six months and the company shut down. I needed to find another job. So I applied with a, like a temp agency who would put you in like short-term jobs because I had to pay my rent and they placed me here and I started for basically a month in what was the creative marketing department making brochures and mm -hmm. then I've been here for 16 years. Is there, did, did you have to learn psychology to get into marketing? Because I guess when you're making a brochure to catch someone's attention you need psychology, you need to understand how their brain works and how your eyes would veer to this picture over this picture over this text. Did you have any experience in that or did you just go straight into marketing? I didn't. I really, I did design stuff on the side for myself. Like in high school, I used to build websites and oh, uh, awesome. did like photography and I just, and I just always really liked creative things. My mom's actually an artist. So maybe there's some like natural, um, skill that I had in that area but I feel like now everything is so much more um, like they can test so much more you know like they can look, have you look at a screen and see where your eye goes and all that kind of stuff so there's probably even now a lot more rules than there were 15 or 20 years ago that you have to follow for marketing because it, you can measure so much of it right mm -hmm. with all your digital ads and everything on social media it's like to you can test what works better and if you're in school now you're gonna learn all of that stuff mm -hmm. but that wasn't really uh, what I studied and that so uh, when I came into this job and I was making brochures you know it was more about like getting the information across clearly so people can like see what they need mm -hmm. that you have the you know most beautiful photos of the house that's for sale up front so people can tell and 
and I just sort of learned on the job, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, for your high school years, did your high school offer any special courses that you took or any interesting courses that might help kind of uh, expand the knowledge and expand the different or get students learning about different fields at a young age? I don't really think that they did. I mean, it was pretty clear like which classes you should take if you thought you were going to go to university. It wasn't really about figuring out what you wanted to do for a job. It was like, what is going to get you the grades you need to get into school? And so, and like which exams do you have to take and what grades and all that kind of stuff just to get into the next stage of your life, which I think is probably pretty similar to now in a lot of ways, right? A lot of pressure to um, have the marks on the paper to, to get you seen by the right people to go where you want to go. So besides, besides getting good marks for yourself, you'd get them for later on for different yeah. jobs and it for was universities like, to accept you. Yeah. So get good marks so that mm -hmm. I can leave my town and go to school in, you know, the big city and start the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, school uh, seems much more lenient on kids with their marks, with, with, how, with how they push them to, be, to do the best they can at a subject. Do you think this is a good approach or do you think this approach could be uh, failing kids into uh, into their future, or how how would you view that? I think that it's really great to give people an opportunity to try different things, and I wish I'd had a little bit more chance to do that. Um, I think had I been exposed to like more marketing classes in high school or more design things that suggested I could have maybe had a career that way, like in, in graphic design, then I might have pursued that right off the bat. But instead, I sort of fell into it later in my career and just because it was something that interested me and I liked doing. Mm -hmm. But I think um, there's there can be a lot of pressure to get really good marks in, in high school. And it's like, that doesn't really matter in your job. Nobody ever asks to see your report cards <laughs> or anything right. like that, but it can open the doors for the next steps in your life. And I think that's, you're always just trying to like find the next door to open, to take you to the next opportunity really. Was your family uh, more of a pushing kind into uh, education and that you were supposed to go to university or you were supposed to go to college, you're supposed to take these courses or the courses that you took was purely only by your interest? It was definitely me who was driving um, the decisions on which courses I was taking and what I wanted to do. Uh, both of my parents are sort of more entrepreneurs and they didn't go to post-secondary um, when I was a kid. And then, but they're, my grandparents did. So that's kind of unusual. It was like my parents sort of rebelled against the route of going to university and then mm -hmm. getting a, a nine to five job. And I always wanted to have that because my parents didn't have that. <laughs> and I thought, I want to work in an office. All I knew is I wanted to work in an office in Vancouver. Every time we would come over to Vancouver, because I grew up on the island, right. um, I'd be like, I want to work in one of these office buildings. <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted to do inside the office. I just knew I wanted to be in an so office. Fun. Yeah. Uh, the, the years that you spent in university obviously helped you get to this position. Mm -hmm. Was there anything, if you were to go back in time, that you would do different, that you would take different courses in university? What specifically? I think I definitely would have taken more practical courses. I found there was a lot of theoretical stuff that I was learning. And I actually, after I got my university degree, I then went to BCIT and I took some 
like more practical courses there on specific like marketing skills. And that, and that was while I was working in this job actually. Um, I just felt I wanted to know more about what I was actually doing in the day to day. And like theory is great, but it's good to actually feel really confident in the decisions you're making about specific stuff that you're doing. Right. Uh, where you work right now came kind of unexpected yeah. because you worked as a temp. Um, was there an initial career direction you were aiming for? Was there an initial, an, an initial career that you wanted to do once you got out of university? I or were you just opening yourself up in university to more kind of more, more fields, more areas? I was definitely focusing in on marketing and I'd worked in a couple of different marketing uh, departments short term and I really liked it. And then the first job I had outside of uh, school was for a travel company and I love travel. So I always thought like, oh, I could work at a travel company and do marketing and that would be the best of both worlds. Um, but, and that was the company that shut down, but I'm actually really happy because I think uh, travel is a really hard industry to work in um, and have like steady paycheck. Like it's not really uh, so much of it's order. You do it yourself online now and you don't really go to a travel agency as much these days. So mm -hmm. it was kind of a dying industry, even though I so really loved working there. So it's actually great that I moved over to real estate and I'm doing was doing marketing here because uh, marketing and real estate in Vancouver is like huge. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, Vancouver's a really big city. Yeah. Marketing, real estate, everywhere. Um, I guess I guess a marketing aspect, when you saw the lights when you came to Vancouver, that was also kind of a marketing thing. Yeah. Um, th was there a point in your life where you just wanted to stop trying, where you wanted to give up? Um, and if someone is going through that, is could you give them any advice? Um, um, not really. I think sometimes you're more and less or less motivated, and I think that's pretty natural. Like... Um, what I try to do is if I'm not motivated in one area of my life, I try to focus on the other areas of my life. So if you're, you know, sometimes you might be having a boring time or season at work and there might just not be very much exciting projects that you're working on. So then I try to really focus on my hobbies and keep myself motivated with the things I'm doing outside of work. Mm -hmm. Do you think if someone wants to get into the position that you are at, do you think it'd be, would, would it be easy? Would it be hard? It would obviously depend on where you grew up, who's motivating you. Yeah. But would kind of, kind of uh, academically, do you think this is a hard position to get to? <coughs> um, the position I'm in now is a lot more about working with people um, and then project managing sort of those people forward. Um, you know, I've got a lot of different teams that I work with and getting them all to move their own projects forward and stay on budget and then communicate them out when they're mm -hmm. done or, you know, updates along the way. It's, so it's not hard, it's just a lot of moving pieces, um, which is something that you're only really gonna learn over time. Cause when you start, right. it feels like you're doing a lot and then you get more things added as you go on in your career and you can just handle more things, but you also maybe have more people that you're working with who help contribute to the success. Mm -hmm. Let's say you were the head of the district of all schools mm -hmm. and you could add any subject, you could take away any subject you want. Yeah. What subjects would you add? What subjects would you take away? I would definitely add more subjects about like personal finance and budgeting. Um, 
I think, you know, life is so expensive and it's a skill that you have to have to be able right. to manage what you're doing and, and probably also something related to like taxes and maybe even like local politics so that people were more interested in giving back and or at least voting and all of that. Like if you don't really understand what's going on or right. why it's important. So I wish that all of those things had been much more um, part of my like high school education. I think it would be really valuable for life. <laughs> Fair enough. Would Could you talk about a bit, you said your parents are entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Could you just... In, uh, just talk a little bit about uh, what they what they do. My mom was sort of an artist, and my and now she's a writer. And my dad is a he's actually a bow maker, um, which is mm -hmm. like he makes musical instruments. <clears throat> and so, and they grew up in big city in Toronto, and then they moved to small town and started their businesses and grew them over the years. And um, growing up, you know, they were always at home when I got home from school and uh, they had a lot of flexibility in their schedule because they're right. running their own business and they're working from home and all of those things, which um, are kind of more common now, I think, um, weren't as common necessarily uh, when I was growing up. And there's definitely a lot of pluses to having your own business, but there. But I think growing up within that family business atmosphere, I ha I was able to see like the downsides to it, and I, it was never something that appealed to me. It's funny because now I work in a company where basically there's like a thousand entrepreneurs right. running their own business, right? And that's great because I can understand the things that are important to them. You know, they have to find their own um, clients or customers. Mm -hmm. Uh, they may not have like benefits or healthcare coverage because right. they're running their own business and they have to just do everything. They have to work all hours. Um, but I always wanted to have like a nine to five job where I worked in an office. I didn't yeah. want to work in my house. No, I didn't oh. want to take the risks. I didn't want to have to worry about like my finances for the year. I didn't want to have to worry about my taxes. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when you're running a business, you have to do all of those things, right? right? Yeah. So, but I have a really good friend who grew up and her family also had um, their own like home business and she always wanted to be self-employed and uh, kind of live that same lifestyle. So it's funny that you can grow up in something and then it either really appeals to you or really is like, no, that's not what I want. Mm -hmm. What would you say your next big steps are uh, for you uh, career-wise? Is there anything you're trying to achieve or this is where you're at, this is where you want to stay, this is awesome? Really, I think I want to stay in this company and just help it grow. Like I'm part of okay. the executive leadership team here now. And so I'm working with like the CEO and all of the top people to make good decisions for, you know, this company mm -hmm. so that we're able to continue on successfully. And to me, that is the right amount of pressure. Uh, I don't want to have my own business, like we were saying, you know, um, where you have to make all the decisions maybe yourself. So I really like part being part of this team and having the company to work with. Um, do you have any regrets that you'd want to go back to and change in life? I was, I was thinking more career-wise, yeah. uh, not personal life, but career-wise. <laughs> was there anything you wanted to steer away from or get closer to? or? I wish that I had tried more things. I sort of tried to pick a lot of safe uh, paths through school and also starting my career. And I think it would have been fun to try more things. Um, 
But that's funny because now I've been in this job for 16 years and I think that that's uh, super unusual. Most people move around every right. couple of years in yeah. jobs, but I actually love being part of a company for a really long time. Um, and before I worked here, the longest I'd been anywhere was like eight months. So I had a couple of really short term um, jobs that I did. And then I've been here for many years, but you just get different experience being with the same company for a long time. It's kind of interesting to see how it evolves and the opportunities that open up for yourself. Mm -hmm. Was there anything that you learned over, uh, over the years that helped you better than university courses? Yes, what were they? <laughs> so many things, everything was better than university. Um, I definitely think university was valuable to me because I moved away from home and that was really like the opportunity to mm -hmm. start my own life. But there's been so many other things that I've done that have been more valuable than what I learned in university. So number one would be the co-op work placements that I did while I was in university, but that was like the actual working at different companies right. for like four or eight months and seeing how those... Um, teams work, those marketing departments, and learning the expectations of like being in an office, working with professional colleagues, like just mm -hmm. all of those things. Um, learning to be really like accountable for myself, learning customer service, learning new computer programs, because everywhere you go, they do something different. Right, right. So that really learning to be adaptable, I think was like a huge thing that I learned during that time. Um, also, you know, my own hobbies and things that were of interest to me outside of school actually turned out to be like some of the most useful stuff to me. So like I it would make websites, I would do photography, I was super into right. a lot of online things. And then now I've built like four corporate websites for us over the last 10 years, um, working with different web vendors. But I, you know, I have a lot of experience in that area or a lot of knowledge. Um, but it started as something really small where I was doing everything myself and now it's like a huge project, but I was able to grow into that role because it was something I was already interested in, mm -hmm. but I didn't learn anything about like web design in school. So, um, yeah, all those outside things and even having a family business while I was growing up, you know, my parents made me do like the bookkeeping and mm -hmm. end of year tax reports and I had to learn Excel and I had to learn right. like spreadsheets and all of that was really valuable and I never really took any courses around that in school either. So I think you can take all those things you could probably take in school, but sometimes it's the stuff that you learn outside of school that ends up being the most practical in your job. Mm -hmm. Because you're in charge of hiring people, what do you look for? Are there any, like, what would make one stand out from another person? If, if you had two people in front of you, who you, you, you had one uh, position to give them, mm -hmm. uh, who would you go for? What stands out in a person? What qualities do you look for in a person? This happens all the time because we're, you know, constantly hiring and interviewing people. And so what I'm really looking for is the person who's going to fit best in the team and the culture of our office. So even if one person might have maybe better skills, but if I don't feel like they're going to get along with the rest of the people that they're going to be working with every day, I'm going to go with the person who maybe we have to train them on a few more of the skills, but they are going to fit in with the team and it's going to just, the whole group is going to be happier and more cohesive. So to me, I try to figure that out and just see like 
if I can imagine them working here. Um, but also, I look for, um, you know, flexibility and sort of a willingness to be involved and like an eagerness to be involved with different projects, try new things. Um, I have had a couple people I've worked with over the years where I've asked them to to work on, you know, kind of a cool project and they say, oh, it's not in my job description. And to me, oh, I'm shoot. like, <laughs> that is not right. the attitude I want. So I'm really trying to sort that out in interviews to mm -hmm. kind of see how open people are to you know, growing in their own career. You get, you want somebody who like wants to try new things, wants to learn new things, wants to be involved in new projects, wants to help, you know, colleagues who might be working on something that isn't normally their thing, but they need right. help with it. That's what I'm sort of looking for. Um, I don't want somebody who's just coming in and just wants to like do the same thing every day and um, isn't here to help the team no fair so enough. super kind of intangible to try to figure out in the interviews and normally the people that you're interviewing will have kind of similar experience kind of similar skill set and so it really is about how they present themselves in the interview and if they seem like they're gonna fit in yeah a lot of students um, their first job is working for someone yeah. so they have to go through that interview process could you give like a little like a little tip like a little trick that would make the person who's interviewing you um, will pick choose you over someone else. <coughs> Is there like something you could say? I know, I know. I've heard a few uh, tips and tricks over uh, over the internet, saying you say this, they'll make you, they'll like you more. You do this, you do this, you. Is there anything that I think? Give? Um, one of the things that I'm so shocked people don't do is they don't do any research about the company before they come to the interview and they don't necessarily know, you know, what kind of company and job they're applying for. So like I often will ask right away, like, what do you know about us? And you could find out everything you need to know to tell me <laughs> by just going to our website and just say like one or two interesting things about us. Like go to our social media, right? We post every day. What are the things that we're posting about? And just say like, oh, I really like on your social media how you talked about this or, you know, especially in marketing. I guess if you're applying for a job in like accounting, maybe the social media is not as relevant, right? But if you're trying to join the marketing team and you haven't looked at the social media, then that's a big red flag <laughs> and probably happens like more than half the time. It's crazy. Wow. So research before about the company would make the interview like you a lot. Yeah. That's, uh, before we end off the session, I uh, wanted to ask you what your favorite book was and your favorite podcast. I know you said you listen to a lot of podcasts. So that's in yeah, your field. I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, my favorite book actually is probably, it's called Better Than Before by Gretchen Rubin or her happier podcast. It's happier with Gretchen Rubin. And so she's like a happiness researcher and kind of like a habits researcher. Mm -hmm. And what I love about her stuff is she kind of has these different categories. She's got four categories and you can take a quiz online. Um, but you can find out like whether you respond to inner or outer accountability or both or neither. And mm -hmm. so I find for myself, it's been really valuable to kind of understand for me 
that I respond to outer accountability and so I can set up like structures that work for me and make sure that I either like complete my project at work or you know complete training for like a half marathon or whatever it is that I couldn't necessarily do without some accountability. I'm really big on accountability and I love her work in that area. But some people, they don't want any of that, right? They want to, they need to self accountability and like they'll do right. it on their own. And if you set all these like arbitrary, you know, deadlines and stuff, that kind of s turns them off and then they're not going to do it. So it's good for your own knowledge to know kind of where you fall. Mm -hmm. But then it's also really good managing a team to see where I think um, my like employees respond and how to hold them accountable so that they can, you know, finish their projects on time and be successful in their jobs. That's awesome. Well, let me just say it was a pleasure. Thank you very much.